Welcome to Beyond the Veil Horror Podcast. That yeah. is correct. Yes. That was the second time we did it right. It is hey. fantastic. <laughs> uh, but uh, we're back and we're going to be uh, doing a lot of stuff today. Um, we got the contest, one of the one of the contestants. Oh, dude, for sure, man. Yeah, we picked, uh, we're going to be doing a holiday horror theme show for you today. Mm. And for this week, and so we're picking the holiday. One of the people that picked a holiday horror shot. Then next week we'll be doing the Santa. Yeah. So you still have time, by the way, guys. If you're interested in winning a free Blu-ray, DVD, and CD, all you got to do is come up with a single, a name of a shot, themed around Santa Claus. Mm. Tell us the ingredients. Tell us the name. If you want to add a tagline, however you want to do it. Yeah. Uh, mm. Just let us know that. But other than that, it's just holiday horror for this episode. Right. We had anything that's uh, not Santa Claus. <laughs> so there were slim pickings on this one, I would say, right? Yeah, it's uh, it's not bad, though. Yeah. No, it's not bad, but there was a shit ton of fucking Christmas horror movies out there with Santa. Right. And it was hard just to find one without Santa. Well, it's natural yeah. to want to go towards that. Right. I mean, think about it. It's like this beloved character. Why would you not want to shit all over it? Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's the scariest part. It's like, oh, why would this beloved thing like be attacking me? Uh, in some form, whether yeah. they dress up as it or not. You know, I figure if they dressed up as it, it was a no-go for this episode. Okay. So, but how are you guys been doing? I'm doing pretty all right. Yeah. You know. Same shit, different day. Oh, well, that's <laughs> encouraging. Yeah. You know, <laughs> just keep it minimum, guys. As long as you're happy, that's all you need in life. Pretty much, dude. How'd your Christmas pudding go? Oh, Christmas oh, yeah. pudding was fucking amazing, dude. Um, the only band that I was kind of like on the edge about was the Hollywood Vampires, but they pulled it out. It was pretty pretty good. Really? Yeah. Uh, they, they pulled it out? That's what, the, the yeah, De- yeah, Johnny Depp band. Yeah. The jo- well, I think it's Alice Cooper's band. Johnny Depp's just in it. Huh. But uh, it was like... Everybody was focusing on Johnny Depp. Well, I didn't yeah. care about anybody else. The well, great. obviously, dude. <laughs> yeah, you know? he's like a huge star, right? But you know, I mean, if I had a, a lineup of Dick, I mean, never mind. Let's just, <laughs> but what let's he, just skip over that. Oh, what did, did he play? Bass? What's he play? Uh, he he, pray, he plays uh, rhythm guitar. Well, oh, rhythm guitar. Oh, ain't bad. You know, rhythm guitar. Okay. It's just kind of like I don't know how to play guitar. Right. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. I, honestly, I'm more of a rhythm guitarist, too, if I play. But right. What about you, Mike? Uh, Jack and shit and Jack left town, pretty much. <laughs> and Jack left hand? Jack left, well, left, left, Jack's left hand. 
<laughs> and I haven't really been up to much. I mean, uh, watching some movies, uh, uh, movies for this episode. Uh, yeah, some you've movies been like, them. Yeah, uh, movies unrelated to this episode too. Right. Uh, watching a lot of uh, Ghost Adventures and Ghost Hunters. Nice. You know, which is really cool. Which uh, I I still want to. We'll have to talk about it later. But I really, 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 really want to do a, a paranormal episode still. Absolutely. Yeah, because. Uh, yeah, we'll get that done for sure. Oh, it's going to be fantastic. I still think those episodes are just, or those shows are more uh, stick than carrot. There was this one episode of, well, let me say this. Okay. I've been watching a lot of Ghost Hunters lately. Okay. Because I, uh, I haven't really watched, I mean, I haven't watched it for years, but I started catching up on it. And there was one episode from uh, back in the day, at, uh, I don't know how many seasons ago. Ghost Hunters, you're saying? Ghost Hunters, the original yeah. one. And, man, they had, they had something that was like really hardcore, like blew my mind. Like if it's legit. Right. I, I believe that it is, but it's so incredibly awesome. Hmm. You so, have to show me which one that is. Yeah, it's basically like this. Jane Grant, they, I forget what, what uh, I don't know if it was, um, I don't remember where they were, don't quote me. But anyways, they're, they're basically in this room together, right? On this bed. They're fucking. No, good story. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where is this going? Anyway. No, but uh, 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 Grant basically says, like, I'm going to get up and... <laughs> <laughs> get up just the mental image that you made me like and then when you put a name to it it just like struck i like struck like disgusting gold with the well, pickaxe of destiny uh basically uh, uh grant gets up and he's like look i'm gonna i'm not feeling anything in this room i'm gonna go to this other room across the hall or whatever so he goes in the other room right and uh he's chilling in the room and he starts hearing whispering in his ear <laughs> It's Grant. <laughs> yeah, well, it's Grant in the room. Oh, here, who here was the other me. guy? Uh, Jay. Jay. He's Jason, so he, Jason Haas. So he comes in, he's like, hey, baby. <laughs> you want to you fuck, dude? Oh, <laughs> no, sorry. No. Anyways, so uh, uh, Jason's in his own room, and uh, Grant's in the other room. And Grant hears this whispering in his ear. Okay. And he's like, it doesn't make any fucking sense, because the, the, the entity that he hears <laughs> says Atlantis in his ear. Hmm. And he's like, well, what the fuck? Is this ghost looking for the lost city of Atlantis? This makes no fucking sense. It's so dumb. Right. But he's like, I swear to God, I heard this thing say Atlantis in my ear. And he goes back into the room with Jay, and he's like, hey, Jay, um, so I heard this thing whisper in my ear, and it said Atlantis. And Jay's like, fuck, that's crazy, dude. Just go back and like see if anything else happens. So he goes back in this room again by himself, and, and Jay's like, uh, and this is like to the camera and, and for the show. He's like, I fucking told this ghost to tell Grant a special word. And that word I told him to tell him was Atlantis. That's <clears> crazy. Yeah, and then he's like, I'm going to try this new word. Did he say it on camera on the <clears throat> other side? Uh, the second word he did. He's like, my new word that I'm going to tell him is, is Comet. So he's like, okay, I'm going to say this word, Comet. C-O-M-E-T, Comet. And then uh, Grant's like in the other room, and then Grant comes back in a few minutes later. He's like, dude, I heard this other word. It's like, Comet, Comedy... Cometh or something. Wow. So it's Comet fucking, cometh, man. It's so weird, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's weird to me, man, because like if he literally told an entity to tell his buddy a word, right? That's legit shit, man. Right. Well, I mean, it is, but then you start to wonder, like, if you're not there, you're like, maybe they talked about it yeah. beforehand. Yeah. Or exactly. Right. I know. Or well, it, it could very well be. But the thing is, uh, this is the thing about these guys. I trust Jane Grant. Right. No, I, no, no. I'm not I, saying. I'm not trying to. But I'm just saying, like, in the, the skeptic side of me is, like, thinking that. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. yeah. You know what I mean? Was that, like, towards the end of their career? Uh, I think it was towards the end of... Uh, Ghost Hunters, I mean? 
Well, no, Ghost Hunters is still around, but I think that was around the time where uh, Grant was leaving the Wait, show. Wait, Ghost Hunters is still around? They're around. They oh, just yeah. don't have a TV show, I bet. Oh, well, that's what I'm saying. The end I of the show. They were still around. The show was still around. I know they still show older episodes. Ah. Mm, to older crowds. <laughs> <laughs> they just show it in the old folks' home. <laughs> it's like their special You guys are going to be here soon. <laughs> Here's your special <laughs> program. Better, better get ready. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, yeah, not, not to diverge the show, but yeah... That's uh, what I've been up to. What I've been up to, I, I watched a few movies, like, randomly. Like, ones that are not horror, by the way. Because I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to... I don't know why. I was gonna getting ready to watch Lights Out, because I bought that, and I haven't watched it again. I've not seen it yet, either. I saw it at the theater, but I didn't watch it. So I was like... As I was watching the trailers, I saw this fucking Ben Affleck movie that was uh, out, apparently, that I didn't even know about. It was called The Accountant. Oh, I heard that's pretty good. And it wasn't too bad. It's not amazing. It's not like Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, Wall, uh, Wall Street. <laughs> I'm thinking of Wolf Creek. Wolf of uh, Wolf Creek. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, the Wolf of Wall. It's not like that or anything. And it's not. It's much more action. But he, he plays like an autistic kid, and uh, he Af- grows Af- up. Does? And yeah, and he learns like the kid learns how to fight because his dad's in the military and all this other shit. But it actually turned out to be okay. It wasn't amazing. And the dude from uh, The Walking Dead, the deputy. Oh, the guy, Shane. Yeah, Shane, I whatever. I know, I can't name, think of it yeah, either right yeah, now, because yeah. I, I wasn't prepared to talk about this. Uh, also, I watched, fuck, what else did I watch? Oh, I watched Edward Snowden. And I oh, also, I've not seen it. Was it how good? Was Snowden? That was okay. Uh, I mean, it, it really humanizes him uh, in a lot of way. And not that he isn't human or anything, but I'm just saying. He might be a robot. It kind of goes for that element more yeah. than anything. Uh, you know, like how much of a hero he is and everything and how much balls it really did take to right. do what he did. Um, whether they people think he's a fucking terrorist or not, regardless. But it's kind of about that. It's no social network or... Any of those, you know what I mean? And then I also watched a horror movie that I wasn't supposed to watch, you know, in our theme. And I watched uh, The Pet. I really wanted to watch that. And you said it was okay. The Pet? It's okay. What's it about? I don't know it. Essentially what happens is this guy, is, he lives a very lonely life. He works as a uh, a dog security guard. So yeah, he works that, at a at a pet's at like a no veterinarian. <laughs> well, Dogs, no, he he a guard, dog security guard. <laughs> yeah, he walk he watch he watches the veterinarian place at night. Right. So people don't break in and steal their shit. Or steal their and dogs. it's like a pound sort of like huh. they they put dogs to sleep. They try to get these things out. But he works with this other guy, and he runs into this girl on the bus that is somebody he went to high school with, and she turns out to be like this like she used to be really like popular in school. And he had like this big crush on her and she was a grade below him or something. And he falls in love with her and it starts to seem like in the trailer, they kind of play it like he's a stalker. And then he eventually gets to the point where he locks her up in the basement of this veterinary place hmm. because he has, you know, the, the, the whole place to himself for half the day. Yeah. So he hides her in this thing, and it starts to play, like, whether or not she's okay with it or not. And I don't want to spoil anything, but it has, like, two major twists in it. So it, like, twists, and then it twists back. You're like, oh, fuck. Damn. Hmm. It was okay. I mean, I I don't know. Maybe, like, maybe a seven? I'll take it. I was kind of excited about the movie, but now you're kind of, like, deflating me a little bit. I am, man. You know what? You can't tell from a trailer. You, right. can, you can make a guesstimation, but it's never going to be the same. Hmm. 
And if you want to see something really disgusting, you can watch Michael eat an ice cream cone while watching Two Girls, One Cup. <laughs> that ends in the information below. But anyway, other than that, I've just been busting my ass getting ready for the holidays. <laughs> for the fam fam. <laughs> but uh, I think it might be that time, guys. Oh, my God. Horse shots! Okay, so as we mentioned before, we had a contest. Yes. For two two contests, technically. Oh. Uh to win a Blu-ray, DVD, and a yes, CD it's of very our music. Good contest. One of the uh, we were going to do one that was the holiday shot, and one was the Santa. We decided to do the holiday one as we mentioned before, but I'm just reiterating it so that you know. Um but what we're going to be doing is we're going to be doing one of the shots that some of the people that signed up for the uh contest. Now we had quite a few for the holiday one, believe it or not. And oh, I thought awesome. it was going to be more Santa than holiday. What we did is we had a bunch of contestants uh, that they wanted to enter. They made up a name. They came up with uh, the ingredients. Uh, and they told us maybe a tagline or something if they wanted to. It wasn't re- necessary. But we had someone by the name of Traps McNuckles, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Frank, uh, who happens to be a friend of my girlfriend's, uh, who is a big fan of the show. Nice. And he did a video for us, which we uh, posted here recently, doing the gut Krampus, or the Krampus, if you want to say. What was his tagline? Guten Krampus Natten, which means good Krampus night, Uh. which is the 4th. And he actually sent it to us on the 4th of December. Oh. So technically it was Krampus night. Hmm. Krampus Natten. But uh, so, yeah, so when we take this shot... We got to say, Guten Krampusnatten. Can you do that? Oh. Can you do that? I can do whatever you want me to do. (laughs) (laughs) I want you to bend over and spread your legs. (laughs) The ingredients for this shot are apple orchard, crisp apple hard cider. Mm, That's hard. I like it. You fill in the the cup here. We'll put in a shot of fireball and one shot of 99 peppermints, Mm. which is technically 99 bananas, but they do like a lot of different flavors. It makes me bananas. And then we're going to put in uh, the final ingredient, which is you drop the shot in a shot glass at the final thing. Yeah, kind of like a car bomb. Yes, kind of like a car bomb. Otherwise, it's a Boilermaker up until that point. Well, it's yeah. a Boilermaker car bomb. I think yes. It's like a combo. Yeah. But we really, I know, we understand that this was a, a little bit, not just a shot, supposedly, but he put so much effort into it, he actually named the shot, made the shot, took the shot and gave it a tagline and sent us a video for it because he was so excited about it. So congratulations to Traps McNuckles, a.k.a. Frank. Yes. I got to say, too, I really appreciate the fact that he used a wild turkey in the shot. Right? One of my favorite fucking bourbons. And I love, he's like, let's be adults about this, you know, and use wild turkey. (laughs) Dude, WT 101 is freaking fucking good, man. Uh, So you pour the apple orchard first into the glass. Do we pull the the full full beer? Yeah. Then you put your fireball in, then your ninety nine peppermint. So I I dump this whole uh, fireball. Yeah, just you jump it dump it in like a boilermaker. So it's just mixed in by itself. Wow, this already smells weird. Oh. Yes, Pat is looking forward to this one now. Oh no, do not full shot. Ah, crap. 
right. Dude, you, you like did it so full, it's like spilling out all over me. No, 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 no. What are you doing? You're not supposed to do that. I dropped it into the beer. Okay, well, Mike and I are going to do it the right way. So then you hold this shot, you pour a single shot of wild turkey, and you hold it to drop it in like you would a car bomb. Yeah. And then we drop it in, and then we say, once we finish, we say, Guten Krampus Natten. All right, here we go. Mike, you ready? Yeah, I'm gonna, I gotta get this You might want to get it closer so it doesn't spill on the mic. Oh, I want to get audio of it. <laughs> All right, you ready? Yeah. All right, go. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Oh wow! Oh, you didn't slam it. None of you guys slammed it. Well, traps. I just want to let you know I did it the way it was supposed to be done here, buddy. Guten Krampus. Guten Krampus. Nothing. Nothing. Guten Krampus. Nothing. This wasn't too bad, actually. If you guys would have slammed it, it would have been much easier going down. I'm. I'm actually already like on that point of being too. Like I'm not a big guys. I'm not a big drinker. Just to let you know out there. Mm-hmm. He's a big thinker. I'm a joker. I'm a, a smoker. I'm a midnight toker. And a tampon wearer. And a, yes. <laughs> Only on those heavy flow days. You know, sometimes... I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. You don't know what it means. Anyway. Uh, dude. Ooh. It wasn't bad, though. It really isn't. No, it It was bad. It, it definitely... <laughs> I, I like the ingredients for what he said, because that totally makes me think of, like, Krampus. You know what I mean? Yeah, the uh, the peppermint schnapps, or the the peppermint whatever in there. Ninety nine peppermint. Yeah. yeah, that really came through. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, and the fireball too. Uh, a little bit, yeah. I could taste it. Oh, man, fuck! I don't know I where I'm gonna be after this. Uh, you guys should have uh, got a fucking funnel and. I mean, if you think asshole. about it, we just took like four shots. Not me. I didn't drink my whole shot. I'm sorry, guys. Ah, oh, what a it's, puss! It's sitting right next to me. I'll, well, I'm gonna baby it. Thank you so much, Traps. Frank, seriously, we salute you. Thank you for serving, my friend. Fantastic, and, uh, dude, for Seriously, sure. thank you so much for going the extra mile and posting a video. We didn't ask that, and you totally did it on your own. And in the spirit of just having fucking fun, dude, thank you. Yeah, dude, and that's why you hooked it up in one. Yeah, dude. So we'll, <laughs> we'll send you it out. I'll hit you up to see. Uh, we got, like, three Blu-rays and, like, five DVDs. And like two different CDs and stuff, or four different CDs technically. So we'll let you pick one. We of might those even out. send you a little DNA, <laughs> <laughs> depending on how this night turns out. Pat's gonna squirt some out in a napkin for you and send it off. Yep, use Jimmy. But uh, but yeah, thank you guys again. You still have literally about three days. So the day that this comes out on the twelfth, you will have till the fifteenth, midday Pacific Standard Time. To come up with another Santa shot, and we'll get you out a, a Blu-ray, a DVD, and a CD, and we'll let you even pick from the whatever's remaining after Frank gets his. So, don't forget to write in the comments of Horror Amino, YouTube, Twitter, SoundCloud, anywhere that you can. Uh, let Facebook, us know if anybody uses Facebook. Yeah, anymore. nothing wrong with sloppy Just seconds. Just do. Make sure you do it because I wasn't very clear about this mm-hmm. last two times, but make sure you do it on our profile. Because if you don't, you know, sometimes it doesn't tag us on Facebook and shit. Right. So just make sure you go to our page and do it there. That's it for Horse Shots, guys. Fantastic. There's something I really want to bring up that's very important. Do you know what that is? I have no clue. It's the news, you fucker. 
Here is the fucking news. One of the first things I want to bring up, which is a, a personal thing for me in regards to the news. Okay. Nick Groff's new show, season two, is starting uh, pretty quick here, called uh, Paranormal Lockdown. Yeah, that's right. Well, and if you guys aren't familiar, Nick Groff uh, is from Ghost Adventures originally. Yeah. He was on for like five seasons or six seasons or some shit. Actually, yeah, he, they're on like 13 seasons Oh, right I know. Now. He, yeah, Nick was, Nick was one of the original guys. And I still really enjoy him. I, I kind of miss him in a lot of ways, but I do like Billy and fucking Jay. Yeah, dude, I I, I dig on uh, Ghost Adventures so sure. much. You know, Ghost Adventures, Ghost Hunters, all that stuff. I, I love it. It's awesome. Well, and he's doing something very different. Did you catch the first season of Yeah, uh, I sure did. Okay. I, I dig on the new show. Right. Because I, I like Nick. He's a nice guy. He's a cool guy. Right. Um, I mean... I, I, he seems like he cares. Yeah, Like, sure. I've noticed that, like, he wants to fix these problems, not just point them out. Yeah. But anyways, it's just something I want to bring up because it's it's really cool. I'm looking forward to it because I've been watching a lot of uh, Ghost Adventures and Ghost Hunters lately. Sure, and, uh, it's cool to have another show out there that has that level of quality, right? Compared to like some of the other shit shows. And, and I can't think of her name. He does this with some other girl. If you guys aren't familiar with this, it's not the most popular ghost show out there because um, it's so new. But it is very high production value. Oh, the production value is off the it's charts. It's like really good, like yeah. as far as that What's goes. What's this now? Uh, it's oh. called Paranormal Lockdown. Oh, okay. And he uses a lot of new equipment that they didn't use on Ghost Adventures. Yeah, uh, he's all about, you know, let, let's have the highest quality cameras. Let's have the highest quality recorders for audio recorders. You know, because uh, uh, I'm not saying they didn't use high quality stuff for Ghost Adventures. No, no, no. But but that, it is kind it, of, I think that's the appeal of Ghost yeah. Adventures, though. Oh, yeah. Because well, anybody can do it. Right. That's right. the whole vibe of it. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. Ghost Adventures is like, it, it taps the um, found footage vein. Well, and it, it tap it's like anybody can be a, a ghost adventurer. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what's popular about that. But Nick, really, they take it to a whole new level. And they stay in a place for, what is it, two, three days? Yeah, I think it's three days. I think so. Yeah, they, they do three days, dude. Wow. So they spend the night. Right. They sleep in these like two nights places. in a row, right? Yeah, dude. Like Ooh. it's. I don't know if I could do. It. How could I know you I wouldn't sleep? Have the balls How to could do you that? fucking sleep in that? I, I, I would. I would need to either be on pills or wasted off my ass. I can't even sleep at my friend's house. I'm gonna go in the fucking <laughs> in, in Satan's den into his his war pole of fucking hell and fucking try to sleep in that shit. Fuck right. you. Fuck that. Shit, man. Anyway. Uh, anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, so they got a new season. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And Check it's it coming out. out. When's the date? Do you know? All uh, right. Yeah, it looks like the second season's going to debut or come out, premiering uh, Friday, December sixteenth. Nice. Okay, so the day after Star Wars. Uh, fuck Star Wars. What? What the fuck, dude? Get the fuck out of here right now. <laughs> Are you talking about Rogue One? Yeah. Uh, Rogue One can suck at fucking Donkey Dude, no, Dick. I think it looks better than Dude, the, that's the, the You seven. better be driving fast on the way home. <laughs> no, I, I think, think Rogue One is actually going to be the better movie out of the two that they just released. Uh, you know, I've already heard that. I heard that... Uh, uh, you should just cut, shut your fucking cot trap right now. Well, he's, he's already no, said no. he's a Star Trek fan. Nope. He's not... You know, you know how everybody is. It's like you're either a Star Dude. Wars fan like you, Pat... Or a Star or Trek fan like Mike. <laughs> I you're, you're this, a Star Wars fan or you're because intelligent. Because I'm a huge Star Trek fan and I'm a huge Star Wars fan. So, 
what I was going to say is that uh, uh, Lucas already saw Rogue One. I read an article on it. Okay, Lucas, he came up with what? Phantom Menace? And oh, fucking... oh, I know, but, but what I'm saying is like Lucas saw it. And he and the director uh, of it talked to Lucas. Pat's and, all getting nay nay. Oh, uh, I will get fucking and, and, well, irate. Saying, <laughs> Lucas, I don't, don't 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 quote me exactly, but Lucas was like, "This is fucking badass." Yeah, so, but so he Lucas could have been paid. Uh, yeah, he could have been paid. Well, you know, if he said it was badass, I still don't trust his judgment. First regardless. of all, and I know we're way off topic in the news here, but we're just going to do it anyway. They brought up Star Wars. Trust me, I'm going on a tangent right now. Well, he's such a fan. Pat's such a fan. That he asked me to buy tickets ahead of time. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna bring this up. <laughs> you're gonna bring this shit up. Oh, I see. I see. Go ahead. Tell your little fucking story. How, ma- how many guys did you have to blow? You like you went way over. The oh, yeah. You, you like you like my excitement level there on the meter. Yeah. Then? Yeah. <laughs> Pat's talking in the mic. Um, no, I'm teasing him, but he's acting like such a fan of Star Wars. Oh, I'm acting. But in I'm the acting. truth, <laughs> in the truth. Let me ask you guys, if you knew this movie was coming out ahead of time, would you not plan for the day that it came out to go see it? Because I would, and I, would, I did. I wouldn't, because I could care less. Okay, Alex works from home. He could pretty much plan around that anytime oh, he wants. Oh, of course. I have multiple time. <laughs> but, you know, I just I, I'm I just, work at a concert venue, and... I'm uh, going to give you shit about uh, it until I, for a while, I mean, I work because... At a- you told me for over a month, almost every day we played video games together. And let me tell how you, many days are left till the movie comes out, Alex? It's this many days and this many hours and this many seconds. And by the way, can you get me tickets to get this see this movie? But by the way, I can't come to the show when you bought them. And I paid for my tickets. And I didn't even he get did. my tickets. He did. I'm just giving He's still him holding shit. on to my tickets. He should give me my fucking tickets, man. You should tickle my tickets. Well, hey, where's my fucking tickets? I, you don't get tickets like that. We T- bought six T- at tickets. once. We got a piece of paper that says six tickets on it. And we got to take it to the fucking thing when it opens up. Okay. It's not like, you know, it's I not magic. I paid for my tickets. And like I was saying before, I work at a concert venue. And uh-huh. concerts are kind of drying up towards the end of December, and I got to uh-huh. get the shows while I got them. And I gotta you couldn't get money. have taken off? I couldn't have taken off. I need the hours, dog. I think Mike's a bigger Star Trek fan than you are a Star Wars fan. <laughs> it's all good, it's all good dude. Like, I, I got no hate against Star, Star Wars. Oh, sure. That, that's yeah, that's yeah, what it's called. It's, it's called Star Wars, right? Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> what is it? Star Jerk? S- Star, Star, Star Jake? Well, uh, the, what's the one that uh, is complete fantasy and makes no sense and it's for uh, idiots? Star Trek. <laughs> Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> you better drive fast, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, warp speed, dude. Yeah, you better can't, be going Can't see warp. the Millennium Falcon. What's that thing called? The Millennium, Millennium Falcon? Uh, I think it's called uh, Starship Failure Prize. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, what's his name? All right, we'll just like get off of that. Uh, so, yeah, let's move on. Yeah. So anyway, yes. Yeah, I, could, I could have an entire episode on that subject. <laughs> and I would be completely cool with it. Okay, hey, so else. Mike, if a new Star Trek movie was coming out, would you plan ahead? Uh, no, I would not. You know why? Why? Because uh, all the new Star Trek movies are J.J. Abrams, and he doesn't understand Star Trek. Okay, so if there was another movie coming out that wasn't J.J. Abrams, would you plan uh, ahead? It depends. Actually, I want, I want to say the last Star Trek movie that came out had nothing to do with J.J. Abrams. Number three, you mean? Yeah, Beyond. The one that uh, Simon Pegg co-wrote? 
Is that what it was? Sounds yeah. like. And I, that was shittier than the first movie. It was it was fucking terrible. It was way terrible. I I, I agree a thousand percent. I blame terrible. Simon Pegg. I mean, for what would, it was, it was a good popcorn film, but was it a Star Trek film? No. no. Yeah, but nope. let's... Nope. Let... You're correct. You're correct. Thousand percent correct. All right. And you're not willing to go halfway, Mike. All right. You know what I, I, I want to do? Uh, you guys have about the same amount of drink left in your drinks. I think the only way to settle out which is better, Star Trek or Star Wars, is by whoever slams their drink you faster. You know what? I'm not, I'm not going to follow your little breadcrumb trail. <laughs> I, I'm with them. I'm with you. I'm with you what? on that. So, yeah, fuck so him. You guys are both I'm saying, smart enough to know I'm So not... they both suck. Oh, they're both awesome. No, they both suck then. Well, they're both awesome. They're both awesome. But let's just, for the sake of the show, let's go ahead and take a shot. Dude, I would rather drink uh, wild turkey right out of the bottle than than drink the rest of this. Just do it. Let's just do it. Let's see it happen. Let's see it. So Pat is going to be, just because he leans a little bit more towards Star Wars... Is going to be the Star Wars, you, and Mike. You're going to pound the rest of that wild turkey. Is that what you're fucking well, saying? Well, I, I can drink a no, shot no, no, of this. no, 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 no. Mike, gonna... Mike, Mike. No, we're drinking that. Oh, Come on, man. That's what he doesn't like it either. That's why it's beautiful. He's Star Wars. You know, you're I'll Star do it Trek. If you'll do it. But I'm not going to do shit if you say no. Okay, I can do it. Do it. But do I, it for I, the I sake got, of the I show. I got no hate for Star Wars. Okay, right. but for, for the Straight sake up. of fun. For the sake of fun. All right. Pat is Star Wars. This little fucking Mike is Star Trek. Right here, I swear to God. Star Trek. <laughs> you're, you're a Star Trek fan, right? Yeah. So I can't... It's it's a pointless conversation. But if you had to pick one, Pat, what would you pick? Star Wars. Okay. Then that's cool. Mike, if you had that's to pick totally one, cool. what would you pick? Star Trek. Okay. Because I'm so not So now idiot. you guys have the same... <laughs> You guys have literally the same amount That's of all liquid. Good, all right, let's bring him up. Let's do it. Fuck come on, it. come on. He's not going to stop. Yeah, no, no, no. Let's see who wins: Star Trek or Star Wars. Well, who who would win in a battle? I, we're just going to we're going to find that, out right now. You guys not you're close. You guys being nice to, you, to each it. other right okay. now. We're going to make out later. We're going to no, fuck. No, this is the showdown. You're going to watch. Hey, no, pull that mic towards you. I got to drink this shit. Okay, I gotta well, we drink got to got to kind of hear you, so keep it somewhat near you. All right, so I'm going to go to the side like this. Okay, yeah, yeah, do what you got to do. All right, ready? All right, Star Wars versus Star Trek. Who is the better show or TV or movies? It's irrelevant conversation no. because they're both equally <laughs> as, well, as good. We are determining it now. This is your life. You better finish it because you are setting the example for the world right now. All right, good and Ah. Oh, my God. Prost. Prost. You better hurry. Go. Now. Who wins? Who finishes it before? <laughs> Mike's. Looks like Star Trek is slowing down. Looks like Star Wars is chug, 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 a lug, a lug, a lug, See, and I don't along. need to drink this. I'd rather drink this straight turkey It looks out of the like uh, Star Wars is the better show. But he didn't finish. There's a little bear in your head. <laughs> Mike, Mike gave oh. up. Mike gave up. So, I guess, just so you know. Star Trek is okay. I'm going to drink wild turkey out of the bottle. <laughs> no, no, don't do that. Gooden Krampus. So, so you heard it here, folks. We've settled it. Oh. Star Wars is the better show or the better storyline than Star Trek. I give people shit about Star Wars, but honestly, it's totally cool, man. If you're into it, you're into it. I'm just That's glad that we awesome. finally settled it. Like Now we know that Star Wars is better than Star Trek. Honestly, with <laughs> with Star Wars, I'm not saying one's better than the other one because I mean it's a it's a mute it's moot. Sorry, yeah, it's there, a moot. Yeah, yeah. It's a moot point. Yeah, because like it's all it's all relevant to who you are as a person. Right. I grew up with Star Wars, therefore I really enjoy Star Wars. It takes me back to my childhood. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I grew up with the. Uh, 
<laughs> Star Trek. One are, you know, space samurais, and the other ones are fucking space nerds. I mean, yeah. it's up to you. <laughs> I gotta say, I, I don't know. I think... Uh, one science I'm really disappointed, Mike, fantasy. that What's you... That? You represented the Star Trek fans, and you I, just totally rolled them under the bus. You were like, "How? How so, dude? How? I'm gonna lean out the window hey, while I'm minute. driving this bus. Wait a minute, and shit on every fucking Star Trek fan. Wait a minute, weren't we doing some? We were doing something before we, were we doing started news. this whole. De- yeah, what the fuck? What happened? Well, this, to the news? Is, this is more important. This is this is good radio. This is this good shit. You go with it, dude. You don't fucking stop the radio. Yeah, you don't. You don't. If you, you feel an orgasm coming, you don't, you don't let it go. Yeah, you don't go. Hey, let me. You got any twisty ties? I'm gonna tie off my dick right now, so I can't come. And just so you guys know, just to be very clear here, we're like his little fucking marionettes. Yeah. And shit. <laughs> Based on the. Drinks that they had to take. Star Trek was like, I'm too smart for this. And Star Wars was like, drink it up, baby! So just so you know, they may, Star Wars fans may be kind of like, you know, I don't know, fraternity. And like, Star Trek fans may be too good to drink that fast because they're like the smart, nerdy kids. You know? But in the end... Star Wars beats Star Trek. Uh, <laughs> I, I have trouble with that. Just let it go. I'll let it go. Okay. For the sake of well, the show. Uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and let it go based on your limited intellect. <laughs> Come on, man. I, I thought that was eloquently it's all but, good. But, man. but before we finish this whole segment up, what was your what was your some of your favorite episodes? No, stop it. Let's get it back into the news. Oh, oh we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll come back later. to this. There you go. Add a boy. No, right, give me so where were we in the limited in, intellect nonsense. No, because I uh, re- I really do like Star Trek. Just to repeat, um, Star Wars beats Star Trek. Negatory Ghost Rider. I'm just saying, like Mike, it's it's all good. It's all good. Everybody, Star Trek fans, your representative that you brought to power failed you, uh, and his name is Mike Marsh. Uh, <laughs> Mike Marsh, is that, that's like a, what is it, Stan Marsh from like but South Star Park. Wars fans, your elect. Oh, it's okay. I, I mean, I, I have nothing guys. against uh, came through. science fantasy compared to science fiction. Right, yeah. You know, I, I totally agree with you. It's All right, not... stop it. No, we're not no. doing this. You, you, you open the door. I'm you sorry. open the door. You know what? Vash, our, no, friend, our friend Vash, brought something up very interesting to me the other day. He was saying, you know, if Jedis can use their force powers to move shit, why, it's like, why it wouldn't they just turn off each other's lightsabers because when they're fighting? Because the force is so strong in their hand that there is no power that could overcome it. Boom! In your face! No. It makes uh, it's a funny joke, but it's not serious. Okay, let's yeah. not go there. Let's, we won't go there. Vash, I hate you, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, we love you, Raphael. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, a uh, third Cloverfield movie stops into a new date. Blood of Disgusting Abrams is uh, working on this, uh, which is cool because I really dug on the uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane, which is very cool. Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah, it was pretty good. So wait, so what about it though? Like so they're doing the third movie, did they give a release date? And did they say if it was going to be related to the movies or was it going to be like 10 Cloverfield where it's kind of related but not really? I bet you it's kind of related. Yeah, it's going to be loosely related. Cuz it's going to be the same like uh uh what's the word I'm looking for? Universe. Wheelhouse. Wheelhouse. Galaxy, wheelhouse whatever. universe if yeah. you want to use a simple term to say wheelhouse. Uh October Ooh. 27th, 2017. <laughs> 
What'd you say, Will? What'd you say? Wow, that was some dick <laughs> shit right there. <laughs> hey, you made me drink the rest of that, dude. The real hey, Pat's coming yeah. out. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm enjoying this, like, uh, this new side of uh, drunken Pat. Yeah, yeah, you never what seen me get do, drunk. Traps? <laughs> traps? Traps has brought a division. He bought the Krampus out Yeah, of that Krampus, oh, Krampus is, like, tearing us apart right now, guys, for the holiday spirit. Dude, I'm, I'm feeling it What now. day of the month is this? If part? I wasn't feeling it before, I'm yeah. feeling it now. Yeah. I got the Krampus. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> what were you saying earlier about the movie? <laughs> oh, I was saying like uh, my wife once a month gets a Krampus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no, but for what? So what? The third movie is coming out what? For fucking it? Uh, they're looking at October 27, 2017. And it's the Cloverfield universe. Yeah. Huh. So this next year. Yeah. Do they know anything about what this story is going to be about or anything? Or is it just kind of like... Uh, you know, nothing that, that I can really see. There's, uh, it's, it's very vague. It's just like there's going to be a new film coming out. This is roughly when it's going to be released. Okay. No specifics on... Well, I, I wouldn't expect him to fucking J.J. Abrams to like... Yeah. Divulge everything. These these movies are always like so surrounded by mystery. Right. So and Wait, it's, it's part of the reason that the, Did you the, say JJ Abrams? Is he doing the next Cloverfield? Well he did Cloverfield. Well yeah, I know he did the original, but he's come back to do this third one? I would assume it's his well, baby. He, he produced didn't he, did he not He produced those movies. Yeah. yeah. So he he's not directing, but he's gonna be on a But uh, he's I mean production as a producer, you are very involved. You know he's still an executive producer for Star Wars, right? Oh, of course. Yeah. I, that's just a dude, lot the of guy's shit on one guy's plate, dude. Fucking kudos to you, bro. Yeah, but man, once you get in the zone, once you're like, okay, I got this, this, and this to do, and well, it's he like, was like, he's like, you me. don't want to see any of your children do badly. Well, he's like me as far as the Star Trek, Star Wars goes. He's a big fan of both. Right. I think he's more of a Star Wars fan. Yeah, I think he is more of a Star Wars fan, but he still likes Star Trek. So in that sense, he is like you. Yeah. Because I think he is. Because, I mean, you don't turn Star Trek into Star Wars and, and happen to be a Star Trek fan. <laughs> he really did turn but Star you know Trek what the funny into Star thing Wars. Is? All right, enough. Just stop it. No, you... We're cutting it out. You guys can talk about it separately. Anyway, Cloverfield Lane. Wait, wait, wait. Clo- oh, let's see. Cloverfield, I like the movie. Some people don't like it. They don't like the whole shot on, you know, whatever. Like, Pseudo found footage. Found footage kind of thing. I liked it a lot. I thought it was great. I saw it in the theater. I bought it on Blu-ray. I actually really like the movie. I think it's actually a really good movie. Anything yeah. with John Goodman, I'm going to fucking watch it. And I think it's yeah. actually... If I had to fuck one man this year, it would be John Goodman. <laughs> it would be John Goodman. Well, Dude, like... I would just love him to cradle me in his big arms and like... Well, there's like a... I mean, his, his name is a, is a good time. It's, it's Goodman. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what else do we got for new? All right. Let's do this before I run out of... Uh... Data on my phone here. <laughs> okay, there's this new flick, a Meatball Machine, and it's got a trailer, a new trailer out, uh, Kadoku, for Meatball Machine. Yeah, so I guess it's like good. a sequel or something. Right. Uh, I'm yeah. All I know is that uh, if anybody's out there, and this is my first take on in watching the trailer. Right, right, right. Because you didn't seen, even like, see the original or know about it. Uh, yeah, I never, I never knew anything That's, about it. You're not big on the Asian cinema, huh? Uh, well, I'm I, right there with you, Mike. I never heard of it until well, I saw yeah, that trailer. I like, you uh, never heard of Meatball Machine either? No. When I saw that trailer, I, I, the, I was the, like, the movie I gotta go back and watch with the original. A, you know, Bill Murray. It's not great. It's not good. The original's not as good as that trailer I saw, though? There was so much... Um, okay, when Meatball Machine came out back in 2005, I believe it was, there was a lot of like underground popularity. 
they were selling this DVD literally for fifty bucks. Wow. Going to basically calling it the most gory fucking movie that's ever been made. Essentially, I'm not saying that that's what they said verbatim. Right. But they were. It was big deal, and it had like you know the whole Iron Man thing, um, uh, Tetsuo the Iron Man style to it. Oh that, yeah. Uh, that's now what Tetsuo was that the one where he grows that big machine metal cock at the end and fucks his girlfriend with oh, it? Oh, with the drill. drill yeah, bit. with the drill bit at the end. Maybe. Yeah. I don't that's the first one. It's been a while. I love. I uh, heard Trent Reznor did the score for. That. I got it right there he, behind you. He did you. the uh, for uh, Bullet Bullet Man or whatever the uh, the second oh, one. The second. No, one. the third one. Was it the third one? The 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 first one was Iron Man. The second one was uh, Body oh. Hammer, and the third is like Bullet Man or some shit. Reznor did the third one. The huh. audio. I did I, I knew that he did and something with guys, it. Guys, listen yeah. to that score. It's fucking amazing. Hmm. Shinya Tatsukamoto, I think, is the director. Well, if you guys are interested, we put the. Kodoku Meatball Machine trailer and the information below as well so, as all uh, the articles. What else do we got for news? Uh, you know, I could keep talking about news, but that's probably pretty good given the uh, amount of time. Well, no, I think th- there's a movie coming out that I wanted to kind of talk about. What was it? Amityville Horror. Oh, the shit. Awakening. Oh, shit, dude. Yeah, I didn't watch the trailer, by the way. You didn't watch the trailer? I, I didn't uh, watch it either. I'm not I really, watched, oh, tell me about it. I probably it, the only one that watched the trailer, but it does kind of seem like a slow burn movie, but it seems like there's going to be a good payoff. Eh. And it it has Cameron Monaghan. Monaghan. He played a role in Gotham as uh, Jerome, and he also plays Ian Gallagher in Shameless. And uh, he, this is an actor to look out for. I'm telling you, this guy is brilliant. Well, I was going to say, the, the U.S. version of Shameless or the... It was, yeah, the U.S. version of okay. Shameless. Cool. Oh, there's a... Okay, see, I didn't even know and that. And he's been acting since he was five. Hmm. Shit. Like in Broadway plays and shit. Wait, he was in Real Housewives? Real Housewives? Well, you said Shameless. It's, oh. <laughs> You're just, like, totally just being a dick again. Yeah. <laughs> well, why don't you go ahead so and take your cock out of your mouth? So they in, in an alleyway? <laughs> right. Pat is angry drunk right now. So, you people out there who have seen these, can I want you to leave a comment? And stuff I, I'm and not against Alex it. Tell Alex how wrong he really I is. I'm not against it. I'm just giving you shit for the sake of giving you shit. Yeah. He's good at that. See how easy it is, folks? It's fantastic. It's fantastic. <laughs> Rolls right off the tongue. It's I'm most, sorry. Most... <laughs> you know, every time you talk, it's like watching two girls, one cup. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's like when that's I see you. It's the same stuff out of the same hole. It just keeps happening. Man, that is spicy tonight. God damn. Get a little alcohol on this kid, and he's ready to fucking cut your throat. I <laughs> if, if I wasn't here, he'd be blowing himself. Anyway, so Amityville: The Awakening. It's coming out 2017, January 6th. Yeah, it looks it looks good. Check out the trailer. Uh, you should be able to find it on YouTube. I'm 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 gonna watch it, but I really honestly have lost faith. I mean, we've gone Ooh, through a lot of bad. What's the last Amityville it. horror movie to come out with? The last movie that I actually That's one gave with a Ryan f- Reynolds. No, right? the last one that I, I g- like that one. Yeah, it was good. The last one that I gave a fuck about was probably the Ryan Reynolds one. But there has been three or four other movies, I think, that have been done by Amityville. For Amityville. After the fact of the the one with Ryan Reynolds. I don't know about the one after Ryan Reynolds, but there has been three in the series other than the remake. What was it? Dollhouse? Do you remember that? In like the 90s? Yeah. Oh, shit. They were pretty bad, dude. Mm. Like, they were really bad. There was like one where in the back of the house there was like a lamp. That was possessed. Oh, watch out. It turns off. Yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> like, that's what I'm just saying. Like Your worst nightmare. It, it illuminates just, the 
kitchen. <laughs> By the way, just so you know, Amityville, the remake, to me, was actually a decent movie. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds did an amazing uh, it, job. It, it was, like you were good. saying earlier about the transition of him being right. a nice guy and him going evil are yeah, two different Yeah, because he's somebody you're characters. rooting for. He's not someone you hate. Right. No, but I really did dig the... Uh, remake i think he did a good job awesome job and i think that it was much better than people wanted to give it credit it fell to the wayside because of the normal typical remake bullshit well not only that i think they added a little bit more lore to the story than previous movies maybe a little bit but i i i don't know i didn't mind it i I didn't I, I i actually i really liked it i like it i don't know if i'm like ready to toss my cookies in my mouth for it i think you are Anyway, that's it for the news, guys. Okay, now I'm going to go ahead and try to shoot through some uh, stuff, um, new releases and upcoming releases. Full releases. That I feel that are uh, within the realm of, uh, I don't know. This is mostly from Amazon, but there are a few that I do sometimes. From the put Amazon, in here. like actually in Africa or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. There's this movie coming out that's going to be out March 28th, and this is an upcoming release. It's called ZPG Zero Population Growth. Hmm. And it's marked under horror, and I've never seen it or heard of it, and I kind of want to see it now. So I'm probably going to look that up. Um, Psychomania, two disc special edition Blu-ray plus DVD. It's coming out February twenty-first. Hmm. Uh, the Purge Anarchy Blu-ray plus digital HD. I thought that already came out. It's like ten bucks on uh, Amazon. February seventeenth. Money well spent, dude. I don't think it's that good. Speaking well, of I, I the losing losing battles, Star Trek Enterprise, the complete <laughs> series Blu-ray, is coming out for. First of all, no one gives a fuck about Enterprise. It had a few good episodes, but beyond that, that's it. I I love Scott Bakula. That's the one with Scott Bakula, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's not get into that bullshit again. (laughs) Uh, We also have It Came From Outer Space for 10 bucks on Amazon, February 14th. It Came On Your Face From Outer Space? Right. That's what I said. As a... (laughs) We're going to keep doing this. You You know that, right? As a reminder, Anti-Birth is coming out on Blu-ray and DVD combo. Oh, badass. Okay, I still haven't watched this movie. I've heard what you guys said about it. I love it. I think it's great. It. It's it's a fucking very cool full flick. Uh, I, I heard that if you buy it on Blu-ray, it does come with a bag of actual Anti-Birth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It may smell. We have Lair of the White Worm and Parents coming out from Vestron Collectors. Oh, that's so old school, dude. The uh, Collector's Edition. Uh, that's going to be out January 31st. Um... There's also the movie which I watched and I didn't get a chance to talk about. It's called The Monster, uh, starring Zoe Kazan. And that's coming out January 24th. I actually did not mind that movie, by the way. I thought it was actually pretty decent. The creature kind of looked like Zool from Ghostbusters, but they did some pretty cool stuff with it. Poltergeist 3, Collector's Edition, and Poltergeist 2, The Other Side, Collector's Edition on Blu-ray from Screen oh, Factory. Oh, man, I tried watching the uh, remake, the Poltergeist remake. Horrible. Oh, dude, it, it, I, I should have, like, just shoved the cactus up my ass. It was so stupid. I got 20 minutes in before I turned it off. Poltergeist 2 and Poltergeist 3 are coming out from Screen Factory on January 24th. Uh, Blood Rage is also coming out on the 24th, and Ouija, The Origin of Evil... 
uh, which was actually not too bad. Some people I, have some mixed feelings about it. I, I, had, I had a good time watching it. I liked it. It seemed like a good ride. It's it's kind of it's got some slow parts. It gets some fast parts, but for the most part, I think it's a pretty decent movie. I think it's at least a seven. January seventeenth, that's coming out. Slumber Party Massacre two and three collectors mm-hmm. Blu-ray from Scream Factory is coming out for twenty nine ninety nine twenty one ninety nine. Excuse me, January seventeenth. Crystal Lake Memoirs. Memories, Never Sleep Again double feature. So it's the Ma- Freddy Memories. and the, the Freddy the, Friday the 13th uh, double feature fucking documentary mm-hmm. making of. Double feature Blu-ray is coming out uh, for 25-49, January 10th. Blair Witch coming out on Blu-ray, DVD, and digital HD for 20 bucks on January 3rd. Black Christmas, the collector's edition from Scream Factory is going to be out for $23, $20. On December 13th. So essentially by the time you hear this, it'll be out the next day. So, and also one of the things that I talked to Ann Horror on Horror Amino about was the Twilight Zone, the complete Blu-ray series. She said it is, in fact, everything. Oh, shit. And she looked into it. Ann Horror literally has a collection of steel uh, Blu-ray cases. Like a wall of all just steel Blu-ray. Damn. Steel cases. Mm. Isn't that crazy? That's fucking awesome. That's pretty bad. So, but that's coming out then. You got Creep Show 2 Special Edition Blu-ray from Arrow on twenty two nineteen on Amazon uh, Prime. Of course, most of these are. Um, that's already out. Uh, Driller Killer came out with the limited edition Steelbook Blu-ray plus DVD. And one last one before we go that's already out is Slime City with Slime City Massacre, which is the double feature. It's basically the original and the sequel. Shit. And I guarantee you that movie is going to go up in price. That's it for new releases and upcoming releases. Fantastic. So now we're going to go ahead and kick it off into the flesh and potatoes. Potatoes. Of holiday horror. Part. I love potatoes. I'm Irish. Uh, hello, Patrick Sean McDonald. Oh, you're right. See, we're going to fight you. Uh, <laughs> I love potatoes and horror. We're going to go over some, some movies that we feel that uh, fall into the holiday category. Obviously, we can't name off every single movie and watch every single movie for this episode. Or it'd be like a five-hour episode. We watched uh, something that I posted at uh, Horror Amino that uh, we were looking for holiday horror movies and for whatever reason, I don't know why I never seen this, but Tree Fenge. Which oh, is great dude. though, because when you posted that, I was just about to post it to the group and really? you had mentioned it. And I was like, damn it, we're on the same page. That's awesome though. Well, Tree Venge came out in 2008 as a short film. It was directed by director and writer Jason Eisner, who did the movie Hobo with a Shotgun. Actually, he made Hobo with a Shotgun as a short film in 2007, so he did it pre. Treevenge. Did he make it with a shotgun? I don't know. Probably. He probably <laughs> held it at people's faces. But no, I think because of the success of the short film that he did for Hobo with a Shotgun, people just got really ignited about it. And then he did Treevenge after that. And because of his short with Hobo's Shotgun, it came out in 2011. Anyway, right. just to give you a little bit of background on the director. 
And then also, I don't know if anybody's fans out there of uh, Trailer Park Boys, but two of the stars from Trailer Park Boys are in this short. Right. Oh, dude. We have, uh, what is it? J-Rock? It's J-Rock, baby. Yeah. Is I that... think it's Jonathan Torres. Yeah. And uh, Sarah, I forgot your last name because I deleted my notes. Sorry. Yeah. So what happens when you get drunk, Pat? <laughs> what happens? <laughs> you drink a fucking guten fucking Krampus Natten. Uh, oh, wait, here fucking... it is. Oh, so it's uh, Sarah Dunsworth and Jonathan Torrens. Okay. Which is uh, Sarah from Trailer Park Boys and J-Rock. But this, to give you guys who haven't seen this trailer and who don't know what we're talking about, it's clearly a love letter to ridiculousness. Um, <laughs> but in such a good way that I can't even tell you, it's got a 7.5 on IMDb. Really? Yeah. For sure, film. That's nuts. Dude. That's pretty great, yeah, right? Pretty like nice. That's chestnuts. Right. So essentially what this film or this short film does is pretty much take trees and pretty much delimb them and the whole experience of what it's like to basically cut down Christmas trees so that you can put one up in your house. Yeah, and it like, turns it into a fucking cannibal Holocaust movie for trees. Right. It kind of humanizes them. They that. even use the song from Cannibal Holocaust. Oh, do they? Yeah. It, it's like Sausage Party. Kind of, yeah. A little for, bit. For trees. They make the trees move, and they have little saplings and shit that are, like, dancing around and stuff. I like I like how they, uh, they, they speak, like... Yeah, well, they sound like fucking uh, Gizmo. Yeah, Mogwais. Mogwais. Uh, Mogwais, yeah. So, but it, it sounds very reminiscent of that. They even have at one point where it's like a monkey. It's like... Aah! Like, I don't know. I can't even do the noise. But anyway, it sounds like a fucking monkey. Uh, but yeah, so the trees come to life and kill off all the people as to exact their sap-filled revenge on everybody. It is definitely an instant holiday classic. Dude, it's so good. Like, like I'm going to watch it, it this. It really is. It really is fucking fantastic, oh, yeah. dude. Uh, like, I'm going to watch this every year when I set up the I don't. I'm probably going to watch it just out of the blue, even. Right, like, <laughs> right. Like, I, I just... October, I'm all up for that. And it's so funny because, like, I do like Hobo with a Shotgun, but after seeing this, I'm, like, so excited about this. Like, I wish they would turn it into a real fu- like feature a full film. Like a full-length yeah. film, yeah. Because it would just be so ridiculously fun. Just to give off some of my favorite points, there's a point where a guy is like having sex with his girlfriend for like a really long time. And they're not really having <laughs> sex, they're just dry humping. That's and a good she, thing. he gets a cramp while he's like a Krampus? dry humping. And he's like, oh my God, Mike. Uh, he gets a cramp and he's like, oh, cramp. And she's like, oh, baby, maybe we should just, you know, maybe open Christmas presents. And he was like, no! It's Christmas and I want to fuck. Ah! <laughs> that was my favorite part. And then they, I'm and like, they, I want to fuck too, dude. Right on. <laughs> but the the funny part is, is that the fucking tree branches go in her mouth, out her eye, into his eye, out his mouth, and then pull them together to kiss in this weird, like a love pretzel. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> love pretzel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then there was the other part where the baby gets fucking stomped on by a tree. Oh, a tree the tree stomp. topper. Yeah, it just fucking annihilates a baby's head. Oh, oh this is the way she was screaming, though. My baby! No, not my baby! I'll fucking kill you! I like babies. <laughs> it was pretty great. It's probably a stomach churner for some, but I think it's pretty obvious it's not real. Right. <laughs> you whoa, know whoa, I mean? whoa, 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 whoa. 
Trees killing people is not real. It's not. <laughs> and, and I really believe that trees are alive. I believe in alive. the trees now. Yeah. It's no, like Firm Gully all over again. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, guys, anyway, check it out. The information is in the information. You so. owe it to yourself to I'm watch a li- this. We're a little drunk. We drank that shot. Shot? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Boilermaker yeah. slash car bomb. It's like, it like four shots. One of the most uh, epitome of, uh, I would say, holiday horror has probably got to be Gremlins, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure, dude. Like, it is. it was supposed to come out. I think it was supposed to come out in, like, November or December originally. And then it came out in, like, July. Yeah, it would have been a great Christmas movie by the time. They could have sold. Think about how much money they could have made. Well, in 1984, the movie did actually pretty fucking well. Did it? Yeah, it did pretty good. Do we have numbers on that? I don't have the numbers on it. Joe Dante, right? Yeah, Joe Dante um, did an amazing job on that film. And um, he came up with some new shit. And they were, at one point, were originally thinking about doing apes, like gorillas and shit. What? Yeah, he was trying to get, like, monkeys and Those shit. Those dirty no. apes. <laughs> whatever. Damn dirty and, apes. And, like, put masks on them and shit. Ugh. So they ended up doing animatronics in the movie. Uh, in 1984, by the way. So if you can imagine, um, apparently there was an interview that Zach Galligan, who was the main star of the movie, he was talking about it and he said that there was absolutely no CGI and that all the gremlins were animatronics. Each of them cost between thirty and $40,000 back then. Shit. Dude, what the fuck? Right? And when everyone left the set for the day or the night or whatever it was... Whenever they use the animatronics, they literally searched everybody's trunks. No shit. Of their car. Wow. Because they didn't want anybody stealing that shit. That's a lot of money. Well, right. And back then, I mean, that's probably like, I don't know, maybe $80,000 each. Yeah. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Now, is it just me? It might just be me here, but did anybody like Gremlins 2 better than they like Gremlins? I, you know what? I. There is a special place in my heart for part two. I love it for many reasons. But I think the first one is the first one I saw, so I have some sort of nostalgic reference. Yeah. Or preference, I should say, to that. Yeah, well, I like... Think, uh, I think I saw Gremlins, you know, first as well, but something about that second one, maybe it was just seeing a little bit more I don't think Gremlins. you did. I don't think you did. I may not have, but like... Because I'm remember. pretty old. I'm older than you. Right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, one, one of the one of the things I wanted to bring up about uh, Gremlins too was, uh, it's one of the reasons I got into filmmaking. Yeah, I think you mentioned yeah. it once because um, I, when I first got into filmmaking, it was all about uh, practical effects. Right. And uh, uh, doing so much with so little. Mm, yeah. So I, I I was really into like Fango. We were talking about uh, Rue Morgan and whatnot. Right. I had a Fango epi- uh, magazine where they did all the uh, they showed all the effects from uh, Gremlins too, mm-hmm. and one of the effects that really hit home for me was uh, the spider gremlin. Oh, dude. <clears throat> because oh, yeah. they had a, in the part two, you mean? yeah, every uh, leg on the spider they had a uh, like a, a, a stick connected to for a puppet, so they would go like this to make it walk. Mike's and making I, walking. Motions. Yeah, I'm making the walking movement with my hands, <laughs> and uh, I actually made a paper giant paper mache or uh cardboard spider. oh that's right yeah you know just just because i was so cool like so into that uh effect that is cool and that I, is pretty cool yeah so like uh, yeah uh, uh, gremlins too for me there was a lot of creativity in the second one i think um but for its time 
part one really had a lot of creativity too. You know what's funny about the first Gremlins though is that that the theater that blows up, you know, in the first one, yeah, it was uh, actually involved in another accident with Marty McFly. Oh, Michael oh. J. Fox was in Back to the Future where it smashes into the front entrance at the end of the film. That is the same theater. Hmm. The actual town that they shot the houses in is in the same town. Fascinating. It was in a studio, but it was in the same town. I thought it was pretty interesting that they actually are kind of related in some sense. Right. The scene in the uh, department store where the stripe gremlin attacks Billy with the chainsaw was not actually in the script originally. I think his name was Stripe, actually. Yeah, it is Stripe. Stripe was cool, man. And he had the mohawk, bro. But that chainsaw <laughs> fight where he's like, where Stripe's like attacking Billy yeah. with the chainsaw was never in it. And Billy, and, or well, I should say Zach Galligan and Joe Dante worked on that as an homage to Texas Chainsaw Massacre, believe it or not. Really? Yeah. They wanted to have that in there as some sort of homage. Nice. It didn't really convey no. as that. I really was just like, oh, garden Maybe tools. if he had like a apron on or right. a, something like that, yeah. It was wearing somebody's uh, skin face. That was a pretty intense scene. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I, it looked like he was really chopping that fucking bat up. Like, it didn't look like... It I, looked like he was chopping that shit right. up. And I love at the part where she like... or I can't remember who turned the lights on. But was to distract the gremlin from killing him. Oh, the chick. What's her name? Uh, Phoebe Cates. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, when, remember when it is the chainsaw hits the ground and it just kind of like it's he doesn't let go of the trigger. He just kind of like drags him. Oh, off. and it just, yeah, yeah, like it's dragged. I really like that scene for some reason. I don't know why, but it was great. Uh, do you remember Phoebe Cates, who was Billy's girlfriend in the movie? Mm-hmm. She was in the second one as well, and she was yeah. also in uh, Drop Dead Fred. Yes, she was. She was the main character in yeah. Drop Dead Fred. Shit. But yeah, Phoebe Cates, she has that speech in the movie where she talks about Santa Claus and how her dad was found dead in the chimney. Oh, oh yeah. shit. What yeah. a downer in the middle right. of that movie, right? Right. Yeah. Wow. That was like kind of controversial. Yeah. She was like, oh, we were looking for dad for several days and we didn't know where he was until the smell started coming into the house. And then we realized that he had tried to come sneaking down the chimney with presents and he like he, broke his ankle or yeah he or broke his ankle and got trapped right and and then died like horribly and apparently that conversation joe dante was like stubborn about like because the studio wanted to remove it because and they, i could see why because it is right like a little bit of a downer it it it, it, it it's kind of like is this supposed to be funny or is this kind of fucked up right but he refused to take the scene out and he say it, it basically represented the whole film yeah. Which I think is kind of a ridiculous thing. Yeah, that's a ridiculous comment, actually. I but, mean, I, I remember... but I love it because they brought it back in the second one when she talks about Abraham Lincoln and the and the second Gremlins or whatever. But basically, uh, Steven Spielberg did not like the scene, but despite his creative control, huh. he apparently viewed the Gremlins as Dante's project, so he said, go ahead right, okay. and keep it in. I remember my, my wife at the time, she was working on a her computer doing advertisement or something and she actually that's one thing that pulled her away from her work and be like well that's kind of fucked up <laughs> I was right. like right <laughs> it's kind of fucked up to me well yeah and they make fun of it in the second one she was like yeah I remember when there was this Abraham Lincoln guy and he was like like staring at me he was like hey little girl and then like, and like <laughs> they made fun of it in the second one but I thought that was great like I yeah. really loved that um, I don't know 
What did, did you guys have any favorite scenes in the Gremlins? Did you like uh, anything that kind of sticks out for you? Uh, I don't know about when I was a kid. It was always the Seven Dwarfs when they're in the theater. Mm-hmm. When they're in the theater, yeah, oh right. yeah, that's, that's pretty a good classic scene. right there. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to say when they're all Mogways. And they're kind of like, they're all in the box together, and they're kind of like begging for food, and then they go down. Right. Oh, you mean like where they just eat the chicken? Right, right, when they're eating the, the chicken. Yeah, they, they, they the chewed chicken. up the wire to the clock, oh, yeah. and they think it's, you know, he thinks <laughs> That's it's one of okay. my favorite scenes. Besides the very end scene, where the, the gremlins go into the fountain, and they fucking open the blinds on them, and like, all the practical effects right there were just so spot on. Dude, that was Brilliant. pretty cool, man. Like, yeah. as a kid, that was pretty far out there even like the way I they love had the, it there's a lot of great scenes in the movie but. right but even when the, like when it's done and it remember at the end where it pops out of the water after right it, and it's still melting and then his body shrinks oh dude it just looks so amazing yeah i i actually one of my favorite things i mean there's so many favorite parts in the movie after just watching it recently but i really got to say that the thing that really freaked me out as a kid and this will play into a lot of what we talk about in the krampus movie is the dark, scary part when they were turned into cocoons, like aliens, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. in the room, and they were like, <laughs> like the music and shit and everything. That shit scared me as a kid, man. Wow. Like, I was like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> like, this went from a fun, happy kids movie to something dark. You know, those eggs, they looked a lot like the eggs from Alien. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they were very much like that. Oh, fuck, dude. But I think, I honestly think that Gremlins is kind of the epitome of Christmas holiday movies. Well, horror Christmas movie. horror movie. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, more, it's more family entertainment, but it cross. it's like, it, it rides that tightrope line. Yeah, it line. really plays with that line well. Yeah, it's like, it's comedy, but it's also like, and just a side note, you know the lady who is, runs the bank? Oh, I hated that. Dude. Right, because she wanted so to bad. kill the dog. If someone told to me she Barney. was going to kill my fucking dog, I'd be like, dude, I can't tell you what I'd do if I lose my dog, but well, I tell you it wouldn't be nice. And she tried to, she wanted to kill Barney, his dog. Right, that's what right? I'm saying. And she's all openly talking about it and shit. Like, all, really? of, all of her animals at her house, by the way, are all named different types of money from different countries. Are they? Yeah. Oh, is that the girl with all the cats? Was that the same girl? Yeah, she's the one that took the, the thing up. She tried to get away from the gremlins. And she gets in the fucking um, right, and then she gets in her fucking chair, and then rides up, and it shoots out the window. Yeah, it was such a great scene. But I just thought it was cool that she named all of her animals like money. I didn't because she's a bank, right? You know what I mean. So I don't know. I just thought that was kind of interesting. I never paid attention to that. Like, do you remember any of the names? No, not offhand. But okay. they are definitely. Money like pence and fucking just different countries like random countries right and I think that was probably like the writer in Joe Dante's idea something that me and you watched Mike oh yeah uh you watched the remake and I watched the original of Black Christmas yeah both of us are dealing with the opposites of our memory he watched the new <laughs> one because he hadn't seen it yeah never saw I watched the first one I had seen it but I just wanted to watch it again. Um, the first Black Christmas came out in 1974. Early 70s. Yeah. And it was directed by Bob Clark, who was the director of A Christmas Story and the Porky's movies. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Really? And he did the Porky's movies before A Christmas Story, by the way. Wow. And so what would you score that original Black Christmas? Um, I actually really like it. Um, I don't know. It's probably somewhere... 
Probably like an eight. Eight? I, well, I'll have to I go think and it's watch really it. great because it did for slashers what no other slashers at its time had really done. And I think hmm. it was an inspiration to a lot of different other slashers. I mean, obviously, you have like, you know, Psycho is probably the first. Yeah. You didn't know who the character, the killer was. They never really reveal it. They don't really explain it. You just hear him on the phone. You see his eye. You see his legs. You don't see. So it's kind of like that other movie we watched. What was it? Uh, Silent Night, Bloody Night. Yes. Uh, okay. But Silent Night, Bloody Night was a mess. It was. So I hate bad. to say it, but that was like really bad. But you know what's funny about the Bloody Night or Silent Night, Bloody Night? Uh-huh. Mary Warnoff was in that. Yeah, and she was the same girl that was in. Terror Night of the Comet, and Terror the Vision, Comet, yeah. and so many other films. Right. And we've been talking about her a lot lately. It's so weird about she this She was podcast. the main young star in that movie. Right. And that came out in 72, 73, I think. Mm-hmm. I think it was 73. But if I had to compare um, uh, Black Christmas to Silent Night, Bloody Night, hands down, Black Christmas wins. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like, I can't even... There's no comparison. The ideas... The ideas that Silent Night, Bloody Night had were cool. They were kind of cool. Interesting. But it was not as well put together as like Black Christmas. I don't know why Silent Night, Bloody Night kind of reminded me of the crying game. Just the I don't way know that, why you get that. I don't know either, but maybe it was the structure of the, the story. crying game! <laughs> if anybody can name the fucking movie where they do the karaoke of that song, Crying Game, I'll fucking love you forever. Just let me know. <laughs> Back to Black Christmas. Like, So the story revolves around this group of kids that live in a sorority house, and they uh, basically are trying to have their Christmas celebration. They have all their friends coming, their families coming to pick them up, or they're leaving to go visit their family. And some dude just climbs the side of the house and just climbs on into the fucking house, the sorority house, and then starts picking off people one by one. And while he's doing it, he does this phone call that he calls on the on their own phone. But he's doing it, and the big twist here, sorry if you haven't seen this, He's calling from inside the house. So it's like the this call is coming from inside the house. Yeah. It's like it's like this big ordeal. Um Margaret Kidder is in this movie. She was the one that did Lois Lane in Superman movies, yeah, the original Oh wow, uh, wow. Yeah. Christopher Reeves um Superman movies. She's in it and she's kind of plays like a drunk slut. Like she's noise. She's like really drunk all the time. But there's a lot of different actors in it. Actually, one of the guys from uh, Bot- uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, the 80s version, Ooh. he's in it. Pretty good movie. I love that movie. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, I love that. That's one of the better remakes. It's not the best, but it's a, it's a better remake. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of different actors in this. But anyway, basically, this guy gets in the house. He starts killing people off one by one. He's calling them on the phone. And for 1974, let's admit... The stuff he was saying on the phone to these girls was pretty fucked up. A little risque. <laughs> For 74? Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's like, yeah, cunt. And he's showing you your little pussy. Your little fucking cut pussy. I'm going to stick it in your little pink pussy in your fucking cut. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. Like, I was uncomfortable. I was like, Jesus. Oh, shit. But I was thinking about it because I'm like, wow, this is in 1970s. Like, what the fuck? Um, as far as like the original versus the new one, though, I mean, what did you think of the new one versus the old one, Mike? 
I did not see the original. But the... You've never seen it? No, I have not. I haven't either. Oh, wow. You shouldn't have watched the remake. Oh, dude. Well, the, the remake was a, a, okay. I mean, it um, a little hard to follow, kind of disjointed in, in regards to plot as it was concerned. It did have some cool, like, kill scenes. Right. Uh, it, so it had stuff that I liked. Well, they talk about the kid, the guy that's, like, actually attacking people more. Uh, the guy with the jaundice or whatever? Well, I don't I don't remember that part. But... Well, the guy with the yellow skin. Maybe. Yeah. But they talk about the guy that's attacking them. They call him Mellow Yellow. <laughs> they call him Mellow Yellow. Yeah, I, I think that's what you're talking about, the guy with the jaundice. Right. Who has the yellow skin and stuff. And uh... Like, the thing that I, I thought was kind of cool in Black, Black Xmas, I guess that's what it was. It's technically called Black Christmas, and it's a remake. But they they delve more into the family, why he's in the house, and that he oh, actually lived uh, there the entire time uh, instead it, of it climbing be. in. Because, uh, like I said, it's hard for me to compare because I've not seen the original. Right. But they but, talk about him. Oh. He's been in the house, yeah, right? for sure. For sure. Like, yeah. he you, he doesn't, like, climb into the house, right? Yeah, he's already there. Yeah. Like, he's lived there. He's like a bastard child. You were telling me So he's me like some it. dude that, like, lives in the walls and shit? Well, yeah. no. He's like the product of what? You said that he was, like, uh... The mother well, had sex the, yeah, with her. Yeah, the, the guy who had the jaundice was uh, the mom uh, fucking her own son. Oh, okay, yeah, was, yeah. Was that what it, what he was? I don't know. You watched the remake. <laughs> you tell me. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Grant, I'm, uh, for, yeah, it was the... Uh, yeah, it was a fucked up offspring somehow. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was... I, I know there's a scene where the mom has a kid, and she's trying to fuck some dude, and she can't get off, so she decides to go fuck her kid. And then and has her, a baby. Her kid has a baby. And that's one of the killers. Right. From what I remember. It was edgier. Yeah. It was like more updated. Yeah. So what would you score that, Mike? It's not a very good film. Okay. Uh, the, re- the remake. The remake. Right. You know, it's okay. It's got some good gore. Uh, it's got a scene where like a somebody gets their head sliced in half from a uh, skate. You know, Like an ice skate? Yeah, an ice skate. Okay. And my wife was really into it because my wife was a... Uh, she used to be a competitive ice skater. Right. So she, she, uh, she always wanted to do that, right? Well, yeah. Well, she's like, she's <laughs> really into ice skating. Yeah, she's, <laughs> but she's into ice skating and shit really hardcore. And so when she saw that, she tripped out. So I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> you cool. know what? That's one of the things I've always been scared about uh, ice skating is falling and then having somebody slice my fingers off. Overall, though, I mean, you, you, you did kind of like the movie. What did you say you would give it? Um, maybe uh, a six or a seven. Cause really? It, it it was okay. I think it was better than a six. Okay. Well, that's, that's fine. I, I think a seven's kind of like, okay. So, you know. You've seen both. I've seen both. Yeah, I went to the theater to see the remake with my family over Christmas, like, okay. years ago. So, obviously, you judged the, the first one a little bit higher than... Well, you know, at the time when I saw the remake, I hadn't seen the film in a long time. Okay. So, when I was done, I think I watched the original... Because I just wanted to kind of like, and this was years ago. Um, but yeah, ever since, like, I've watched it and, I, and I, I really have a high appreciation for it. Like, I think that the original is actually pretty good. Uh, yeah. In fact, they say that the film is regarded as being one of the first slasher films. Yeah, I heard that as well. You know, with Texas Chainsaw obviously came out in 1974. You got A Bay of Blood, which came out in 71, Psycho in 60, and A Peeping Tom. Uh, in 60 as well. Anything other than that, this movie kind of... Like laid the groundwork. It did some different stuff that they right. hadn't done in film. Yeah. 
And they really didn't explain why he didn't die in the original film. He just like gets trapped up there. They think it's like her ex-boyfriend. They just write it off and he's still upstairs with the, all the dead bodies. Right. So for you, the original's an eight. At least. And the remake's like a seven. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, I'd probably say that the original is probably like an 8.5. All right. I, I don't want to say it's a nine. It's not something I like. But I think for what it is and what it did at its time, I think it's an amazing movie. Okay. And I think it's actually pretty cool. Like, And it's one of those movies that, you know, Black Christmas, if you can get a hold of it on Blu-ray or something like that, it's worth owning. It's something I'll watch probably every Christmas. I'll definitely go home and check that out. I think it's, it's, it's actually pretty good. There's not that much gore, but the psychology behind it. And they really didn't want to push the whole gore element, which the second one, the remake, yeah, did. A, a lot of gore in it. Yeah. Well, yeah, it has a scene where, like, a Somebody like rips out an eyeball. They there's a lot of eating of eyeballs, and there's like heads being split in half. It's pretty pretty. Well, graphic. John Carpenter said that it was actually kind of an inspiration to him. Mm. The original or the sequel the se- or the uh, the remake? No, the original. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. Yeah, and they said that uh, Bob Clark actually, who was the director of the original, he considered it to be more of a psychological film than a slasher and to be quite honest and i think guys, it is yeah. but i don't think you need to show a lot of gore to make a really good horror movie i think if you know how to wield the camera and the story there's no real need for the gore right but the gore is shocking well yeah i don't i don't i'm not gonna go on this tangent about how gore doesn't need to be needed because i love it no yeah. i do too yeah. but i'm just saying yeah. you don't need it like if you know how to do it you can do it you can make someone feel tense Right. Without showing gore. Yeah, 100%. You can convey that terror. But there is absolutely nothing anything. wrong with gore, in my opinion. No. There is one last movie that we're going to talk about real quick before we go, guys, and that is none other than Krampus or Kramp- Krampus. Krampus. Yeah, one of the one of the two I watched regards to Krampus. Mm hmm. Because I, I don't want to talk about Krampus Unleashed in huge detail. Right. I did watch it. It's a locally produced film with. Uh, some people I know that were in it and whatnot. The one he's talking about is something different. Yeah. Krampus Unleashed. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm just saying. It's a, I dig it because I, I, I have a lot of respect for a local film. Right. And uh, I, like I said, I know people involved in So that in means you don't stuff. like it. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, uh, I, 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 I got respect. It, bro. I got respect for people who make these kind no, of films. No, yeah, no, no. But I, I, I saw the trailer and I was not in, in I was not influenced to go see it. Yeah, it's it's more of a straight monster flick, right? Whereas the Krampus we're going to talk about, right. it does have monster elements, but it's not a direct kind of monster flick. They essentially put Krampus into a fucking gorilla suit and tried to go fucking seventies or sixties style. All I can say about the Krampus Unleashed is like, uh, fuck it. you, <laughs> fuck you for doing this to me, <laughs> right? No, and the I, same I, I, goes for Krampus the Reckoning. Guys, you. if you don't know what this is, it just came out. It was it just came out for rent like a couple weeks ago, I think, maybe two, three weeks yeah. ago, and it is takes place in Arizona. Yeah. And it's weird because you don't think of like Krampus in the de- in the desert. in the desert because yeah. we don't get snow in Phoenix. And it we takes do sometimes. Place... No, there are those rare really. occasions that we've got snow here. Yeah, yeah, but when we say snow, we're talking about like. It snows, but there's nothing on the ground. No, th- th- we don't have. <laughs> so it's not of snow, snow out here. No, yeah, for sure. it melts just, before it's ground. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it, it basically it takes place in Arizona, and there's two things that I've come to the conclusion with this movie, and I'm not trying to dog anybody, but 
there's either one, they wanted to go, hey, no one's ever done a Christmas movie in Arizona. Or, hey, I really want to do a Krampus movie. I don't really have the budget to go anywhere. So let's do a Krampus movie here. That's what I got. Yeah, I'm more, I mean, like I said, not knocking anybody in regards to production, but I'm leaning more towards the second of what you said. But yeah, just to clarify on uh, Krampus Unleashed, I haven't seen the movie, but just by the trailer, I just, I judged it harshly. And maybe I'm wrong. And maybe it's just my opinion. It just didn't make sense to me. And even the trailer was cut weird. It was almost like it was cut off at the end. Well, let's, let's talk about the next one. One of the movies that also has a lot of controversy surrounding it a little bit, at least where it walks the fine line of comedy versus horror, is Krampus, which huh. came out in 2015, directed by Michael Doherty, who, if you guys are unfamiliar, is the guy who directed Trick or Treat. Mike was kind of up in the air about that. He didn't like it at first. But... Oh, Trick or Treat, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, Trick or Treat was... Uh... Because you didn't know it was an anthology film. Yeah, I wasn't quite into Trick or Treat. Right. 100%. But I did exceptionally like Krampus. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Krampus was fucking phenomenal. What about I, you, Pat? I really dug it. Oh, I'm on the same level as Mike. I thought it was an instant holiday classic. I'm probably going to watch it every year now. There's a lot of people out there who judge it harshly. Most but, of the fuckers uh, and assholes. You know, <laughs> these people are probably younger than I am and... Yeah, well, maybe they, didn't grasp the idea of what it was trying to deliver. Right, it probably doesn't. It d- probably doesn't resonate with the younger crowd as much. Right, it does and it doesn't. Like there's like the young young crowd. It probably will resonate with a lot the because young, it's like young? one of those movies that when you're a kid, it's like, can I watch this? It's kind of like like Beetlejuice almost or Gremlins. or Gremlins yeah. or any of those movies that we grew up with. This is the kind of movie you're like, I'm watching this and my parents are letting me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. But in the same regard, I think it still scratches that nostalgic itch. Oh, yeah. For a lot of older folks like us. You know what I mean? While somewhere, some people in the middle may be on the fence. Yeah. Because even when I went to go see it, I really did have a hard time trying to figure out whether it was a comedy or a horror. At, I when was... I first saw it. Okay, okay, okay. I enjoyed it when I left the theater, but okay. I'm just saying, when I was watching it, I was kind of like, I remember having the inner turmoil in yeah. my brain, like... Uh, I don't know what... Uh, should I laugh? Because I, I don't really know. Well, like, a lot of the reviews are misleading, too. Well, fucking reviews these days, dude. Right. <laughs> They're all shit bags. Most Except of them, for us. Listen to us. Most of them are all shit bags, all high on their own fucking urine. <laughs> like, fucking like fuck urine. them. Like, serious. They're like an IV drip of their own fucking I'm not urine. saying I'm like some fucking critic that's like... You know, one to listen to. But anybody that maybe likes the films that I like or hates the films that I hate will fucking rotate towards me. I'm not trying to act like I'm holier than thou. Yeah. And trying to fucking spit all over everybody who may like this movie. Right. Like, no offense to you guys who maybe don't like this movie, but there are some reviews that I've seen that have pointed out some pretty weird things that I that they didn't really back up. Why don't you give me some bullet points on that? Like, Well, what? I'm just saying, like, some of them, and I'm just... Shooting over a couple of these. Yeah, I read a bunch go ahead, of Go ahead and shoot. Shoot all over. Uh... <laughs> yeah, shoot all over my fucking face, yeah. dude. Pat's drunk. I am really Patrick's drunk. Patrick's drunk. Sorry. I got to say Patrick now. <laughs> That's right. Patrick doesn't like Pat. I do not. And I didn't know this, which is weird. I because fucking told him I thought this. I was going halfway with you when I did this. But anyway, I really feel like there is some reviews that I've read that are very harsh on this movie. Because they wanted something different from it than what it was. 
Right. And they went into it with expectations. So whenever you do that with a movie, typically they fail. Yeah. Oh, yeah, with any movie, dude. Seriously. Yeah. But this movie walked that line between, like, horrific and whimsy. You know what I mean? Right. It, it has a very so good. has a very childlike, fable-esque sort of style about it that I thought was a good balance between creepy and... And when you hear the director, uh, Michael Doherty, talk about this, you realize that he's actually doing exactly what he set out to do. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, there were some reviews that were kind of, like, on the same level that I was at, and there were some that were just... Maybe not. It was maybe a, it was from a, a younger crowd that was kind of not watching. all of them. I mean, some of them were older. Yeah, but yeah. I, I just think they went into it with a weird expectation, right? And that's like half the battle. It's like sometimes you really shouldn't even watch the trailer, right? And you it, know, it felt very reminiscent of like maybe Gremlins, of course, right? Even, Absolutely. Uh, even some Tim Burton, Tim Burton esque, if you want to call. Yeah, it. Yeah, I was gonna say like. Uh, uh, for me, like uh, Bob Zemeckis, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. Stuff. Oh, for yeah. sure. Like what? Uh, back, Back to the Future. Okay, you're talking about like just the layout in general. Yeah, totally. Just kind of entertainment. Yeah, value. like right. yeah, like not very serious. Like a tongue in cheek. It's not taking itself too serious. Right. That's what I got from Krampus. Yeah, I mean, there was some graphic parts in the movie. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. graphic stuff for sure. But and one of my favorite things about it was the practical effects. Oh, the practical effects were phenomenal. Like, I mean, there was some humor in there. The first time I saw it, I didn't hit right. Second time I watched it, hit way better. No. Like it was almost like my expectations were different this time around. Right. Because I I literally bought this movie like five months ago and Shit. waited five months to fucking talk about it so we could do it for this fucking <laughs> podcast. No joke. Yeah. Like when we started the podcast. Shit. But when I saw it the second time, I had a whole new perspective on it. Wow. It was way different than I... And I actually didn't mind it when I saw it in the theater. Oh, yeah. I'll probably watch this every year. Second time I watch it, 100% I'm going to watch this every year. Yeah. It may not be 100% what Krampus was. Right. Or what Krampus could be done as. But honestly, out of all the fucking shitty-ass Krampus movies... Uh. Like, this tons. takes the cake. This is probably more in line with it right. than any of those other movies. And as far as reviews go, it's just kind of split down the middle. You're going to find people who fucking love it or they fucking hate it. Well, there's a certain point where you have to fucking be entertaining versus fucking factual. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, and even the fact stuff is uh, you're walking a fine line because it's right. just a mythos anyways. Right. You know. You don't need, like, part of the thing that's, like kind of interesting to me about the movie is that it's trying to be mysterious in some way because mm. it kind of has that evil dead feel to it in a way and i know this is really off topic in a way right but it you just don't know what's outside so you're in the back of your head you're like what the fuck is going on like what's uh, coming out of this box like everything's coming to life kind of thing like evil dead was to me mm -hmm. and i feel like krampus did that in a very childlike fun and entertaining way oh for sure i would have no problem watching this with like say maybe a little bit more mature child like maybe 10 12 you know whatever right but even further out right i mean we're old compared to that to give you guys kind of a quick breakdown of what the story is about and i know we've taken a long time about this so the story goes when his dysfunctional family 
clashes over the holidays, young Max is disillusioned and turns his back on Christmas. Little does he know, this lack of festive spirit has unleashed the wrath of Trampus, a demonic force of ancient evil intent on punishing non-believers and children. All hell breaks loose as beloved holiday icons take on a monstrous life of their own, laying siege to the fractured family home and forcing them to fight for each other if they hope to survive. So, Mike, what did you think about this? First of all, it is it was much better than I was expecting. Because I never wanted to see the film because I was expecting like a really shitty just monster movie. Yeah, and you're uh, pretty picky about stuff sometimes. I know. Yeah, yeah. And it was not. It was very, very cool. The and and uh, the ending was so smart, right? So cool. Um, yeah, I love the ending. Meta. Well, yeah, well, the, the meta, very meta. Because I was watching it, going like, okay. And uh, Laura was like, "Oh God, don't make it where this kid just wakes up and it was a dream." Right. And he wakes up and it's kind of a dream. Oh, it's a nightmare. And it's like, uh, fucking lame. But then, like, as it goes on, it's like, oh wait, it's more than that. You know, everybody's kind of remembering what happened. And it's really creepy. And All then, around uh, me are familiar faces. Yeah. <laughs> and then it goes even beyond that, <laughs> where we get the actual ending. And I'm like, wow, that's fucking creepy. Yeah? Look, I've, I've seen a billion fucking horror movies. I've seen a billion movies in general. Right. I study film. I know film. And this was a lot of fun. Right. Uh, this, uh, I think people who don't like this film, that's fine if you don't like it. But I think it's because they don't understand it. I think they're going in with expectations. Yeah. yeah they have a certain expectation. Very expecta- much so. Yeah, yeah. Everybody has their own interpretation of what Krampus is or what they wanted from the movie. Yeah, And yeah. I think it just, it, it if you went in with that kind of expectation, it's just, you're not going to come out enjoying a movie. Yeah. At least for me, when I first watched it and I first saw the uh, Universal logo come out over the globe... And it was like frozen. Right. I understood the tone of the movie from that point on. Right. Like I didn't need anything beyond that. I'm okay. This this is a film that's not taking itself too serious. Right. And I can tell that just based on that logo, and the music, you know, right. the juxtaposition of the uh, the happy music. You're on point. They I, cuss in the movie. They have like adult jokes. They blast fucking like living nightmare toys in the face with a shotgun. I mean, this isn't a kids movie necessarily. But it's one of those movies, like I said, it's like, oh, I can watch this, Mom and Dad? You know what I mean? <laughs> right. What were you going to say, Pat? Yeah. To you, did it seem like a paradox, or did it just seem like a happy ending? No, it's not a happy ending. That's exactly what I thought, and my fucking wife fought with me tooth and nail about it. They made a happy ending for it. Oh, did there's, I didn't see the in alternate the, ending. Well, that's then. because you didn't get the, the Blu-ray. No, no I didn't I'm get not the cool Blu-ray. Enough. Yeah, yeah but cool I bought enough. the Blu-ray and I watched the alternate ending. And thank God they didn't go with it. It went from a 7 to an 8 or an 8.5 or a 7.5 to an 8.5. Right. You know, somewhere in that 8 to 8.5 range. But real quick, let's nail this down real quick. Let me get you guys' opinions on okay. this. Was it a paradox or was it a happy ending? It was not a happy ending. So there is no question about it. Like right. if there's probably 20% of the people that will say it's a happy ending, it is not a happy ending. Circle gets a square. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's tough, man. It's like, um, as far as a ha- happy, uh, not really happy. No. I mean, it's definitely it like, left you uneasy. Like, well, fuck. yeah, it, it's like uh spoiler, 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 you know, yeah. This- take your 10 seconds and don't sa- and, and then cover your ears. This family for all eternity is being forced to relive this day. In yeah, a that would, see, that's what I in thought a it was, globe. too. Like, it was like Groundhog's Day. You're forced to relive Christmas Day. 
that Christmas Day over oh, and over while again. remembering. Right. Yeah. Okay. Spoiler undone. I love the uh, the practical effects they did with the puppetry for that the creatures angel, and stuff. The angel freaked me out. The angel, the jack in the box, the fucking teddy bear. Like, uh, they were all fucking freaky. So what were your guys' favorite scenes in the movie? This one. I liked the aunt. I thought she was funny. I thought she had kind of like an appeal to her. Oh, the, the bigger chick? She's not perfect. Like, I don't think she's like, oh my God, she's so amazing. Like, I'm not like losing my cookies over her. All right? right. But I think she was a good element in it because she kind of grounded everything and made you go like, like, I love the part where she's like, she's like, well, at least someone's seeing speaking honestly around here you know what i mean oh yeah when the when, <laughs> when the kid the says kids. that shit he's like fuck you you're only doing this and you're fucking da, 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 da. so mike what was your favorite scene uh i didn't have a, a specific favorite scene but i like the fact that everyone died just about yeah yeah wow well, metaphorically speaking depending on how you, you interpret the ending right but still everybody got their fucking shit at the end I and my yeah, favorite, they gleefully torn from existence. Yeah, and my favorite uh, stuff was uh, like I said, not a specific scene, but I love the shit at the end where it got really fucking weird, where we fucking saw Krampus and the kids and he's like dude, laughing at him. Yeah, the dude got thrown into the fucking pit. And what I liked about the too, Sarlacc pit. Yeah, what I liked about <laughs> it was uh, it presented Krampus as a uh, almost like a force of nature. He's, he was very yeah. indifferent. Yeah, well, yeah. You, when you, it came down, he to was it. like Bizarro Santa. Yeah, well, you you can't. He was kind of like, like God. Like well, he, he was indifferent. He was like, I'm not doing this to hurt you, and I'm not doing this to not hurt you. He's like punishing you, but he's not like right. Yeah, like there's nothing you you can't reason with them. You can't bargain with right. them. It's just. Uh, Krampus, even the kid Krampus stands is, up. just is what he is, and right. that's that. That's all it he is. He even tries to throw that fucking bell or whatever, and he's like, "No, you take my family back!" And you're like, "Yeah, he's standing up. He's gonna win." And he's just like, "Oh, oh, oh, oh. And by the way, fucking Krampus. Something that I don't know a lot of people know because I've heard some complaints in the review land about Krampus. He uses a human face. A Santa-like face as his own face. Kind of like an Ed Gein kind of thing? Yes. He's wearing a oh, that, fucking that's face fucking mask. Awesome. I didn't know that. That's yeah. Awesome. Like, there's a face underneath that that Santa face. Oh, that's awesome. Which is, like, what Sean, Michael Doherty was very specific about. But I don't think a lot of people got that. Like, they yeah. didn't realize that there was a goat man underneath that face. Now, I don't know about... Okay, you guys obviously didn't have a favorite scene. But my favorite fucking scene was a gingerbread man. Really? Oh, oh God! It I, I liked it. it was, fucking it's good stuff. laugh. I thought so it was hard. funny. It wasn't my favorite. I still Dude, they're like the gingerbread man's like crawling around looking for his feet and shit. Jesus Christ! You know what I? Laugh. You know what I think is probably my favorite scene is like where the where they're up in the attic and they're fighting the angel and the and the toy the jack in the box, and the jack in the box yeah. thing. And like, I mean, besides swallowing the kid, that was cool as shit. And they cut open the fucking whatever. But when the sister. Goes ape shit and starts wrecking all these other animals. Like she kills the fucking angel. She kicks the oh, fucking. Talk about the aunt. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the aunt that has the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She like goes ape shit and starts taking out all the toys. And the animatronics for this were fucking scary. Oh, they, yeah. yeah, they did a lot of good stuff. Like they did some old school fucking Gremlins type animatronics. Like I dude. said, that angel, it, it just creeped me out, dude. Dude, when I saw the angel open up like that. 
all I could think of is the wings in Gremlins 2. Oh, when, yeah, yeah, when yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's like, like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I but just, I just thought just it was really it, cool animatronics, and I, it's something that you don't see in movies these days. You never see at all. No, like, unless you're watching Star Wars. Effects at all anymore. They do, but minimal. I, I rarely see it. Right. At least this type of practical effect, I barely see. It'd be interesting to see what younger kids think of this movie. Uh, I don't care. Fuck them. It's badass. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a good movie. I honestly will probably say 8.5, maybe more. I'm just gonna, because I will because I will watch it every year. So it may very possibly so be a 9 with Alex me. is 8. Are you 9 now? Uh 8.5 or 8 or 9. I just don't know yet. I haven't on I've only seen it twice. Mike? It's not a perfect film. It's not going to change the way you think about life. No. It's not going to change the way you think about film. You're not going to, you know, open up the window and scream outside like, "Oh my god, crap is fuck my brain." Right. You know, but it's a it's a good time. I'm going to say on the fun factor uh, seven or eight, maybe. Right. You know, uh, if you like old school effects, classic type shit, give it a whirl. You're going to like it. Right. I think I'm going to go with your original answer. I think it's 8. an 8.5. 8.5 seems about right. It, it's like pushing towards a nine, but it's not exactly. Yeah. Like, it's not like blow my balls off and fucking kick me in the face. I want to fuck you. But it is good, good enough to, to come back to every right. year. Right. A nine is a pretty big number for me. Yeah. Like, I'm um, a little, like, I definitely will watch it. It's in the eight category of some degree, and it's 8.5. I think that's a pretty solid number. Yep. Yeah, guys, that was uh, our holiday horror episode. Ooh. And I'm sure we missed a couple of movies. We did watch, like, Elves, uh, which is, like, this really shitty 90s movie. <laughs> I watched part of it and then fell asleep. Yeah, like, it, it, we were going to talk about it, but we just felt like it just wasn't for us. So, guys, just as a reminder, you're going to want to go ahead and make a Santa-themed horror shot. Hmm, All you got to do, guys, come up with a name that's involving Santa. Santa. Make some ingredients that you think that might win you some free shit. And if you want to throw in a tagline, hell, if you want to get as creative as fucking Traps did, the gut Krampus, make a video. I mean, like, just be creative. Really, the only reason we're doing this, guys, is because we want to reach more people and we want to have fun. Right. You know, we want our friends and our people that listen to us to have a good time. And yeah, it's, dude. dude, it's so easy. Just go to Facebook, look for Beyond the Veil. Beyond the Veil Horror Podcast in particular. And you'll find us 100%. But if you haven't already, go ahead and add us on all our social media. All of that's located below. If you add us, you're a god in our minds. And if you are even better, come up with a fucking Santa-themed fucking horror shot. But if you see a fucking goat man walking down the road in the middle of the snow or in the middle of Arizona, for that matter, get the fuck away. Uh That shit's not normal. And if you see some toys come to life and they want to fuck you in the face... Or fucking eat your mom's face off. like Fuck them first. Yeah, you fuck them in the face first. Uh, uh. I don't really know what I'm saying because I'm fucking trash right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you guys for coming by. Thank you guys. Thank you, one. ladies and gentlemen. Fantastic show. See you next Monday, guys. Listening to 
Beyond the Veil Horror Podcast. Tune in every Monday for a new episode. Oh, why don't you find a wall socket and stick your tongue in it? But I'll give you a charge. <laughs>